America. My name is Ahmed Yosef from Pong. I come to you live every Thursday about this time, but I try to do a Monday show where I just talk about free games and relationships in a way that might be meaningful. And today we're going to talk about the Crowder divorce. Stephen Crowder is this right-wing blowhard who gets a lot of views. And while I don't watch his show, I know other people do, and maybe some of the people who watch this um, video will. He's kind of a thing. And he's a kind of a guy who talks about what good Christian values are from a conservative standpoint and, and what that means. And it turns out his wife is divorcing him. And it turns out he was emotionally abusive, according to her parents. And, and I say emotionally abusive like this because she married Steven Crowder, right? So, and this guy's such a blowhard where it's not like he was, you could say, well, I didn't know that he was a blowhard. I didn't know he would talk so tough and be so conservative when he's legit, like that's his whole job is to talk tough and be conservative. You just didn't think he would blow hard at you. So you would think that I'd come on this show and like make fun of Steven Crowder, but really I'm going to take time and make fun of Steven Crowder's ex-wife and all these people who are supporting his ex-wife because it's like marrying Donald Trump and then being surprised that he's bad at sex. Like, why did you marry Donald Trump? If you marry Donald Trump and then are surprised that he's bad at sex, that's on you. That's on you. If Melania ever said, well, I didn't know Trump was so bad at sex, we would be laughing at her, not Trump. And same with Steven Crowder. So this video comes out with him yelling her, like yelling, um, her yelling at her to uphold conservative mores in the house as if his whole job isn't at yelling at everybody else to uphold conservative mores and all of their relationship. So he's out there like yelling at his wife to cook him a sandwich or whatever. And apparently because he's yelling forcefully, that's supposed to constitute abuse. But that's not abuse. That's just him disciplining his family to keep the kind of family that he pretty nakedly has, you know, marketed to at least her, right? So maybe it would be the case if like, you know, she was oppressed and didn't have options, but no, this is a, like, this guy's 35 and like, she had options. She chose him because you know what? She was satisfied with other aspects of Steven Crowder. Or she might've even been satisfied with that aspect of uh, Steven Crowder, but she thought he would be a conservative blowhard at everybody else and secure money for her to spend on her vacations in the nice house. Cause you know, a, a blowhard like Steven Crowder is going to take his job to preserve and protect very seriously. And um, so like, she's gonna live a relatively cushy life and she was satisfied. That's why she married a Steven Crowder. Cause she, she had options. And, and it's not like he hid who he was. Now, unfortunately, there are kids involved. So now Crowder's ticked that he can't see his kids because uh, <laughs> divorce laws are really hard if you actually care about raising kids. I wouldn't be able to be the quality of father I am if I had to raise my kids in a split household, unless like we had adjoining houses or like, honestly, if my wife said we're getting a divorce, I'd be like, well, can we just get smaller houses next to each other and stay married? Because I, I need to see my kids every day. I work with them every day on something. You know, by the way, one thing I work with my kids on is soccer. And I just found out about this soccer camp 
that happens this um, in about a month and a half. And I didn't quite budget for it, but it's kind of pricey. And it's like this elite, I'm going to put the flyer up. It's this elite soccer camp um, for, you know, kind of the, 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 the ponytail white girls in the suburbs set at the University of Georgia, which I live right next to and I, I, I attend as a graduate student. And it actually looks pretty hip for my daughter. Now, my daughters don't play on a club team. They play in the rec league that I coach. And, um, but I work with them every day. And I think it would be good for them to be with kind of these, like kind of a tougher class of white girls because they go to an integrated schools, but the white girls at these integrated schools are not the best kind. They're kind of mediocre white girls, and I do not need my daughters around mediocre white girls. And so, like, I think this will be like a tougher class of no BS white girls who, like, I don't mind no BS white girls. I do, I have a lot to say about the mediocre white girls because I think they are a pox on the whole nation because nobody tells them they're mediocre. But anyway, um, so I want to send my kids to this class, uh, to this camp. What is it? About four seventy-five per kid. I got three kids, two daughters and a son. So it'd be about $1,500 each. And I want to dedicate last week's show, this show, and then Thursday's show to see if I can raise the money. And you guys helped out a lot. Of, you helped out a bit. Um, I got enough to now send one kid to the camp, but I want to send all three, the five-year, uh, the six-year-old, it'll be six by the time this goes, the six-year-old, the eight-year-old, and the 10-year-old to this camp, the full day session. And I want them to be around, because I think, at the, and I called for the schedule, because I didn't want it to be like a hard day, like in the morning, but then like at the, in the afternoon, they kind of do like week saw stuff. It's an actual, like legit soccer camp that's no BS. And I think, my daughters, I think all kids would benefit from no BS environments, especially girls. I, I think we give girls a lot of BS. And I try to keep my household a no BS zone, but things pervade. BS pervades in, in these United States. So, so I want to send my kids to this camp. Go to www.funkyacademic.com if you support me sending these kids to these camps. Some people, you know, they, some people when they do uh, advertisements and commercials in their podcast or YouTube show, what they do is they hawk something that they don't use. I'm telling you exactly what this money is going to go for. If you go to funkyacademic.com, this money is going to go to sending my three kids to that camp. And I think that's, I'll, you know, I'll come back with pictures or whatever, maybe from that camp. But for the most part, it looks like a, a pretty, a pretty legit experience and i think they'll be around um you know no bs uh set of white girls which is much better than the quasi bs set of white girls that go that are at their integrated school right now because you know we're, we just are not tough enough on <laughs> we are not tough enough on on young girls so i want them to be around the right kind of bullying and get the right kind of insecurities so they'll be insecure about like their soccer not about um, I don't know their hair or something like that. I, I like though. I want them. I want them to have the right kind of insecurities. So support me instilling the right kind of insecurities and anxieties into my kids, my two daughters and my son, and we'll send them to this um, camp because I'm not going to play a club. They're not going to play club. At this point, I just want them to play rec league and then eventually high school because uh, the the club schedule isn't really conducive to my quality of parenting, you know, with the hours going off 
and, and, and trips um, to various tournaments that might be farther than I'm willing to drive, but I want them to be very good. <laughs> so uh, I can keep coaching their rec teams and sending them to camps like this, and they'll be very good uh, rec slash um, uh, high school players uh, without me having to, to deal with a lot of the club nonsense. All right, so that's my pitch for why you should give me money. Now let's talk about why Steven Crowder, I mean, he, his, he's not, he wasn't necessarily abusive because abuse is not some sort of universal term. Abuse in soccer is different than abuse in basketball. If you um, abuse someone in uh, soccer, you could do it by like, you know, handling the ball. If you abuse someone in basketball, you do it by punching. But if you punch someone in boxing, that's perfectly appropriate. Abuse looks different in different relationships. And if you get into a relationship with a jerk like Crowder, part of what it is to be in that relationship is for him to set the tone and the strictures of your household and you to say, oh, yes, dear, and do what he asks. He says that pretty explicitly. Look, if men are supposed to provide and protect, they get to decide what is a danger and what's a threat in a way and like the conditions of that protection. So like, I don't really, I, I'm not sympathetic to, um, I'm sympathetic neither to Crowder nor his uh, ex-wife Hillary. I am a little bit sympathetic to the kids, but you know, your dad's a jerk and your mom's a idiot. So I like, I'm sorry, kids. Lot they turns out those kinds of people can procreate and it'll be fine because there's money on both sides and you'll do fine, although your dad's a jerk and your mom's a twit. All right, so you marry Steven Crowder because you are satisfied with both the quality of character and what Steven Crowder brings to the table. You don't get to cry abuse because Steven Crowder crowds out because he's a blowhard to you. you. You are supporting him being a blowhard to other people. Um, you are just surprised. You are just surprised that it turned towards you, but of course it was going to turn towards you. Or if you don't think it's, it was supposed to turn towards you, you were just a cool with Crowder being a jerk to me, <laughs> but not being a jerk to you. And I have a problem with that. So you get what you get, right? You got your years. And you know, I'm I'm just not I'm not sympathetic to you. Um, I'm a little bit sympathetic to kids because, and the, the situation's awful because now the kids have a fractured relationship with both parents. Although both parents were trash, I guess it was better if like they were unified trash for the for the for the kids. And it's not so good that like now the kids have to divide time between the their trash parents, but. The idea that his wife could just kind of cry emotional abuse when you marry Steven Crowder, that's ridiculous. That's absurd because he told you who he was and you signed up for it because you were satisfied with who he was. Nobody, there wasn't, this isn't like shotgun wedding times. Like you weren't pregnant, like you're being marched down the aisle. No, you chose him. You chose him. You and now you want us to be sympathetic for your bad choices. And this not go, not only goes for Hillary Crowder or whatever her main name is, it goes for Mackenzie Bezos or whoever marries Elon Musk. 
you choose these jokes and then are surprised when they're jerks. And somehow, this is why I'm a bad feminist. Like, we're supposed to be, um, we're supposed to be uh, sympathetic when you divorce these jerks because you're, of course you're, of course he's emotionally hard. But like that same kind of hardness was what you married. You had to, don't marry that guy. That's on you. It's only abuse because you changed your mind about what you were willing to take. <laughs> and what the, and you did the opportunity cost. And also now you have claimed to half of his assets. That's when it became abuse. Same attitude. I, I strongly suggest Crowder didn't change. No, you just got tired of it. And now like you realize you don't need to take it because you have all of the assets you initially married him for. And now you can get social standing because we are sympathetic to the emotionally abused um, spouse. And now you have all the assets and now you don't have to deal with them. And so now like he didn't change. You uh, now just reevaluated your calculus, your little mercenary. And you're, you're, you're taking your check and you're going to take your payout and you're going to hold his kids from him. And that's bad for the kids and it's bad for you. So I'm blaming you. Hillary Crowder, and I'm blaming all the parents who supported you marrying a jerk and everyone, because I'm sure that, like, you could have married someone who, you know, a nice public school teacher or a guy who worked at, you know, the local gas station. But no, you wanted to marry Stephen Crowder, and, and everyone supported you marrying Stephen Crowder, and it turned out, I, you know, I think you're just a little mercenary and you're going to extract the wealth that he created being a blowhard for everyone else and you're going to punish him for being a blowhard at everyone else and then he turns that blowhardy yap at you so um that's how that's my read on the Stephen crowder divorce and the Stephen crowder marriage and don't marry Stephen crowder and don't cry to me when it turns out crowder is a crowd like is obviously who he is at you because um, that's what you got it literally got in bed for bed with it. Like I said before, at the beginning of the show, if you missed it, it's the equivalent of marrying Donald Trump and then divorcing him because he's bad at sex. Yes. Donald Trump is bad at sex <laughs> like, and you married him. And if you didn't know that he was bad at sex before marrying him, you're too stupid to marry. Right? So you married him because you were satisfied for how the whole package and then you lost your, dis your satisfaction for the whole package. But that's not Trump's fault. And just like Crowder, that's not Crowder's fault that you lost your dissatisfaction. And let's be honest, your circumstances changed because now you have claim to half of his assets. So it's not that even you were dissatisfied with Crowder. It's that now you can get the assets that, and the protection and the provision that you initially married him for, but now not have to deal with him. So you're just taking a better deal. And the feminists are going to clap for you. And I'm going to say you're trash and or a strumpet or a mercenary, whatever you want. Now, crowd is a blowhard and you're a strumpet and maybe you two belong together. And I'm going to tell the kids like your dad's a blowhard and your mom's a mercenary. And that's just and all your extended family who both supported her to marrying him and then support her in divorcing him are little mercenaries and they don't care about your access to your parents either. So I'm just saying that it's all trash and she shouldn't have married him. Um, and not just her, you shouldn't marry these guys. <laughs> like, and 
if you're sympathetic to it, like, they're, so they're the conservatives who like marry these guys and the liberals who will be like, yes, queen, divorce him. All of you guys are trash because if you marry him, you do more damage to the institution of marriage by just casually divorcing him and the institution of parenthood, because there are two kids involved by casually divorcing him, than just like sucking up and taking your poor decisions for the good of the family. <laughs> you know? Um, and it wasn't really a poor decision because you knew who he was prior, right? So, you know, me, I'm one of these guys who say gay marriage isn't really, a, isn't, doesn't threaten marriage. Doesn't threaten anyone's marriage. Doesn't threaten the institution of marriage. Casual divorces threaten the institution of marriage. And I think we incentivize too many, um, honestly, you know, women file like 70 to 80% of divorces and like 90% if you talk about college educated couples. Um, we disincentivize divorce. And that does, that does a peculiar damage to marriage because I think in marriage is a peculiar kind of institution of freedom insofar as you can it's the ability to 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 work things out with the partner knowing that the partner is not going to leave right and the same reason that soccer is a peculiar game because it's the ability to work out how to score a goal without using your hands but as soon as you liberalize it you kill the peculiar kind of freedom you get in soccer and you peculiar you kill the peculiar kind of freedom you get in marriage when you've just let every, anything go right so um, I think it's actually very important that people uphold the peculiar kind of freedom that comes with marriage. And we have a culture that upholds the peculiar kind of freedom that comes with marriage so that people marry people that they stay with. And let's be honest about the satisfactions of marrying a guy like Crowder. You were satisfied with it until you did a calculus and realized you could get the perks and still get the public sympathy because he's emotionally abusive. That didn't, like emotionally abusive is not a thing when you marry a jerk. You married a jerk. So, of course, he's going to be a jerk. Like, that's, it's not some sort of universal thing. Abuse means misuse. That's not a misuse of his power when you marry into his game. Like, he tells you who he is, you marry him, and then you're punishing him for being who he is. Um, that's, I don't know. That's not an abuse. It's not emotionally abusive when he's talking tough to you about like him being who he is and you marrying into like a marriage with him, like protecting, protecting and providing and expecting you to be a certain way. Right? That's not emotional abuse. That's him like actually trying to give you the right kind of fear so that you abide by the relationship that he very clearly was putting out um, at the beginning. Right? So. I don't know. I don't think we should incentivize fickleness with respect to marriage. And um, that's all I have to say about that. On Thursday, I'm going to be talking about something completely different. Take care, and I will see you then.